You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hi, I am your host, Richard Franzi, and welcome to this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I'm very excited to have Rick Cesari on the show. Since 1993, Rick's been helping to build some of the most successful and iconic brands in America. Firms like Microsoft, GoPro, Rick has done a lot. He's the founder and CEO of Cesari Direct and is one of the best brand-building agencies in the U.S., Cesare Direct is the industry leader in direct response campaigns, making sure to build national brands through direct response. Rick, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. Hey, I'm really glad to be here, and I appreciate the great introduction. Thank you. You're welcome. Tell me a little bit, before we talk about your firm and the work that you've been doing since 1993, let's go even further back in time. Uh, Tell me a little bit about kind of your professional background, Rick. Oh, okay. That's a a great question because it's really interesting. I... um was living in Florida, and I went to school up in Pennsylvania, and I have a degree, a BS degree in biology, and my plan was to go to dental school, and when I graduated from college, I moved back down to Florida, and I didn't feel like going to four more years of education, so I kind of just kicked around a little bit, tried to figure out ways to make money. I started buying books, two types of books, books on motivation, Think and Grow Rich, um, books like that. And uh, But the motivation itself wasn't enough, and so I started reading books on how to invest in real estate, and I started going to seminars. I went to a seminar uh, that taught me how to buy houses and turn around and sell them, and I made $12,000 in a week, and I got involved with a person, started promoting real estate seminars, and found that I had a knack for marketing, even though I had no background or training in it. And so kind of the, the live seminar business taught me a lot about marketing. I eventually um, did other businesses selling different products on TV. And then in 1989, kind of uh, before that, a sad part in my childhood, my father passed away when I was only in sixth grade uh, from a heart attack. So I always was interested in nutrition. And I found out that's kind of what I had a passion for. And in 1989, I had an opportunity to start a company that would teach people how to eat healthier eat better so they would lead healthier lives and that was the the uh a, a company called trillium health products and one of our main products was the juice man juicer and oh. we kind of popularized juicing in this country at the time and um uh we were able to build that business up to 75 million in sales in three and a half years and sold it to a company in chicago called salt and housewares so that was a condensed version of uh my background. Wow, that is interesting. You are absolutely right. We're talking Rick Cesari. Now, tell me about Cesari Direct, direct response. Tell me, what is it that you've been doing since 1993, helping these firms build their brands? Well, you know, it's something, I, I like to put uh, a name on it, something that we like to call brand response. So it's kind of like a hybrid between brand advertising and and direct response advertising. And Really, if uh, brand advertising is great for building up a brand, but most people aren't Procter and Gamble, and they don't have the the money to launch a new product and and you know build it into a big national brand, and that's where the response part comes in because we believe in selling your product while you're building the brand, and it's a model we've been able to employ with the Juice Man and then all the other products, some of the ones you mentioned like Sonicare and OxyClean and George Foreman Grill and things like that. But it's really 
the response where the customer, you're asking the customer to make a purchase decision when they see the commercial, which leads to sales, and you reinvest the sales in your marketing budget and helps you grow both the business and the brand at the same time. And, and you you talked about a lot of products. They sound It sounds like this is a business-to-consumer strategy. Is it also a business-to-business yes. strategy? Yes, it's, um, it's definitely a, um, a direct-to-consumer a B2C business, and it's usually products um, and consumer products is primarily, but it can be for most any kind of product or service. How do you know if, if an entrepreneur or a business that comes to your firm with a, a desire to kind of build their brand and use your model, if it will work for them or not? Well, you know, that's a, that's a good question. And one of the things that we do uh, right off the bat is we do a financial analysis and because we don't want to take people's money and do a campaign if we're not going to get results. And we do a very sophisticated financial analysis. We base it on product cost, advertising time, and we can show them a financial spreadsheet that says this, this based on our, our um, history, working with lots of products, whether a product has a good chance of success or not. And sometimes, you know, a lot of products come and it looks like a great product. They have some sales and the numbers just don't work and we don't try to make any type of um, campaign if the, if the numbers won't support it. So we've turned down quite a bit of uh, products. Okay, so so you won't even take on an engagement if your modeling doesn't suggest there's going to be a return on the time and investment. Absolutely. Okay, so can you tell me the kind of services that your firm, Sasari Direct, offers? Like in the in the direct yeah. response or brand response, what is what are the things that you do for them? Sure, so if somebody... Um, we decide to do a campaign with somebody, and it's a good fit with both the people and the product and company. We do everything from A to Z. So what that would include would be we start out with, the, like I mentioned earlier, the financial analysis. If that's something that makes sense, the next step is to enter into an agreement, and we um, would do the creative part, which is where we're brainstorming what the unique selling proposition is, the benefits of the product, the things that would make it attractive to the consumer. And then we'll go ahead and write a script and, and create. We do the production, which um, the formats we produce are 30-second spots, 60-second spots, 120-second spots, and also the half-hour infomercials that many of your listeners have seen at, at some time. Sure. And um, we, we decide which one of those formats, or maybe all of them, would work best. So after the show is produced, uh, working along a parallel track that usually takes 60 to 90 days for the production. If a company isn't set up to sell direct to the consumer, we help them set up telemarketing, fulfillment, merchant banking. Uh, we don't do all of those things in-house, but we use third-party vendors that we have a, re- a relationship with that work very well. And um, and then the last part of the two last parts of the puzzle is we do the media buying. So when the ads are done, we place the media all over the country. And we start off by do, initially by doing a two-week media test, and we're measuring for every ad dollar how much revenue is generated and matching that up to our financial model. And then we can, we can see how, how much money we can spend for a media budget. And the last part of that, which is just, you know, you can't do without today. Five years ago, you didn't, it wasn't as important. But you have to do the online marketing side as well as the TV um, because so many more people want to buy products online versus through the TV. 
So, so it's kind of a good synergy between those two things. So let's talk about the digital advertising element of it then. And you, sure. you very nicely stepped us through what you're doing kind of in the in a traditional media and now the new media, the digital. What are your services you offer there? Yeah, so we pretty much the same type of things uh, direct to consumer advertising, but just bringing it online. So what happens is, and I don't know on the on your show previously if people talked about funnels online where the back end of the funnel is getting the person to, you know, drawing them through a process where they purchase. Well, the TV becomes a very powerful tool for driving leads to the front end of the funnel, and the, the digital part of the business is really capturing the awareness that's generated from TV and turning that into a sale, and we'll offer all the services create the websites, the landing page, YouTube videos. We repurpose the footage. We use it for YouTube. We use it for social media. And um, also, uh, right now, something that's really working well for us and getting a good return on ad dollars is um, Facebook advertising. Excellent. So we, we offer all of those services, um, but really you're picking and choosing which ones work best for each specific product or service that we're offering. You're listening to Critical Mass Radio Show. Rick Cesari is our guest. He's the founder and CEO of his firm, Cesari Direct. I'm going to ask if we're going to take a short commercial break, but when we come back, I want to talk in the next uh, block with the time that I have left with you to, about your book, Buy Now, Creative Marketing. So don't go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to explore Rick's book after this very short word. Don't don't skip forward if you're listening to us live on octalkradio.net or if you're listening on uh, iTunes and one of our podcasts. This is one short commercial. It happens to be for a product or service from me, so I hope you would listen to it, and then we'll be back with Rick after this word about me. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, Type Richard Franzi in the search box. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi. And if you'd like to receive updates on our weekly radio show and podcast, simply go to our website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. There's at the bottom of any page is a mailing list box where you can type in your email address. You hit send like magic. Next week, you'll start receiving our weekly newsletter. We do nothing else with your newsletter email other than subscribe you to the newsletter. So please, if you're interested and you like the content of our show, start subscribing to the newsletter to find out the wonderful guests that we have like Rick Cesari. Now, Rick, I said we're going to talk about your book, Buy Now Creative Marketing. First of all, what was the inspiration for writing your book? Well, the main reason for writing the book was because a lot of people would ask me about the marketing techniques we've used for some of the um, products we talked about earlier, like how did you market Juice Man, how did you market Sonicare, uh, the George Foreman Grill. And I go in not only just to the marketing techni- uh, techniques that we used and the things that helped build those brands, but also some of the fun stories behind them, things like you know when George Foreman would go on QVC, when he took a bite of it, what he was cooking, 
the sales would skyrocket. So we would take that information and use it in our uh, shows on commercials on TV to help them perform better. So we, we talk a little bit about a lot of the behind the scenes, behind the curtain things that mm. happened while we were building these brands. And I know that you have um, in your book five tips for direct response marketing. I wonder if you could maybe share some of them or just kind of generally talk about, you know, the success factors of direct response marketing from your experience. Well, we covered one of them, and I think the the single most important one is financial, the analytics. People don't realize that, but um, the numbers have to work before it makes sense or something we can do on direct response. The second is there's certain categories that historically have worked on worked on direct response, and that would be um, obviously things you see on TV like weight loss, like skin care, uh, self-improvement, and kitchen products uh, obviously always work well. But really, um, I like a, a, a challenge, and so when new products or new categories come up, I always get excited about that because it's something that hasn't been done before. And one of our most recent products are, that's been out quite a while now, but it's had huge success, was the GoPro camera and the marketing that we helped them do. What was that? Can you share a little bit of what the strategy oh, was? GoPro? Those yeah. are the little cameras that all the extreme athletes wear on their helmets. No, no, I, yeah, I, I know the product. I mean, what was the campaign that you put together for them? Oh, so anyway, that was a little bit different. That was a good example of the brand response or hybrid advertising. Uh, we actually use 30-second spots where most people tell you the shorter, the shorter the format and direct response, the less chance it will have of working. But what we did in the 30-second spots were, first of all, it was all user-generated footage, so it was real, authentic people using the product. And we uh, used the commercials, and at the end of every um, commercial, it said, go to our website, and one person will win one of everything we make every day. So it would drive huge amounts of people to the website. We'd gather their email addresses. We were able to remarket to them because of the email addresses. But more important, uh, people would get to the website because they saw a cool commercial, and they would see other cool videos, and they'd share them with their friends, and that was what would cause the viral marketing to happen. And was this your first decision on what to do with them, or did you have to evolve to this point to come up with this as the strategy for them? With GoPro, that's that's kind of the the the, the campaign that we had planned out from the beginning, mainly because that was you kind of have to look at every product and see what's unique about it, what the target audience is, what kind of media they're going to respond to, and you know this was a younger demographic when they first launched, and extreme athletes. They, you know, there's a, uh, you've probably heard about influencer marketing. Yes. Uh, so we were, we were being authentic, showing um, people using the product, uh, real users. There were influencers. There were the top snowboarders, mountain bikers, surfers. And um, it was kind of a strategy to get them to go to the website uh, without trying to sell them directly from the TV, which you see in a lot of direct response commercials. Is, does this work? It- internationally or are you focused here in north america in the u.s no we're we're focused primarily in north america the u.s and canada it does work internationally and just a a rough rule of thumb is whatever sales you can generate in north america you can do a similar amount in the rest of the world so if we sell a hundred million dollars worth of product in the u.s and canada you could probably hit the same number in in all the other countries around the world added up. And there's lots of different um, distributors in the other country that will take the advertising we do and either reshoot it in their own language 
and then just buy products from the manufacturer and do the distribution in those countries. And um, uh, it's hard to find one company that has the ability to market in all the different countries. We even right. use several different ones that have have success. So if there's an entrepreneur or business uh, executive out there who thinks that maybe direct response marketing and campaigns such as you've developed for brands like GoPro and Microsoft would work for them, where do you direct them to go online, Rick? How, how do they find your company? Well, thank, thanks for, for stating that. Um, they can go to our website, which actually we just went through a rebrand ourselves, and our company uh, went from Cesare Direct to Cesare Media. Oh. So you would go to com, and my last name is spelled C-E-S-A-R-I, and then media, M-E-D-I-A, com. So you said you went to college undergrad in Pennsylvania? Correct. What What school? Oh, Westminster College. It's a small school uh, northwest of Pittsburgh, about 1,200 people. I'm from Pittsburgh. And oh, okay. So I, you're familiar with uh, Newcastle, I Westminster, am. Yeah, Lincoln? absolutely. Yeah, the Amish country up there. Yeah. Uh, Westminster had a good uh, football team. Yes, yeah, small school, good football team. That's great. All right, well, small in Florida, what part of Florida? Don't say Fort Lauderdale. Uh, well, my family uh, moved from New York when I was 15, uh-huh. uh, Westchester County, and they moved down to Daytona Beach, Florida. Okay. And I lived there for about 10 or 12 years, but now I moved out to Seattle, and that's where the, co- where the company oh. is located. Okay, you're in Seattle now. Well, you've, you've yeah. seen all, all, all corners of the country. You only need to hit, like, Southern California. you got all four quadrants there kind of nailed in. But Exactly. I do spend a little bit of time down there. Okay. Well, if you ever get down here, maybe we'll have you in the studio the next time if you get to Orange County sometime. Let me know, Rick. That sounds great. I really enjoyed uh, the interview, and you asked great questions, and I thank you for the opportunity. I, I, uh, I'm i fascinated by your business model. I wish you nothing but continued success. Thanks for being a friend of Critical Mass Radio Show, and, and kind of welcome to the Critical Mass community. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Have a good evening. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. All right. That does it for this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show here on octalkradio.net and reaching you on our various podcasting software for, uh, platforms. I want to thank Paul Roberts, who is our engineer, Crystal Nunley, Joan Park, and Haley Stern, who are our producers. I'm your host, Richard Franzi, and I hope that all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.